Well, good afternoon, y'all. <clears throat> Welcome to uh, day six of our Busy Person Retreat. It's also day one of Homecoming Week. So a lot of good stuff is going on on campus. There's a lot of excitement, and uh, it's just good to be around today. Um, you know, uh, today's day six is Holy Trinity, One God. Have mercy on us, right? It's a reflection on the Trinity, which is very, very difficult to reflect on, by the way. I took an entire semester in the seminary studying the Trinity, and I still don't know anything about it more than whenever I went into the class, right? It's the greatest mystery we have in the church, right? And so we get to reflect today on day six on the Trinity, one God. We have to remember that there was never a time where Jesus was ever separated from the Trinity. Never, right? In heaven, he was with the Trinity, and on earth, he was with the Trinity. He didn't, like, separate himself from the Trinity. No, they were always one God. Always. Right? Three persons and one God. And so whenever Jesus was in the holy house of Nazareth, the Trinity was present. He was never separated from them. And so I was thinking, I was like, man, how amazing that must have been to be St. Joseph for the Blessed Mother. Creatures, right? Mary was not a goddess. He was not a god. Jesus was, though. But to realize, like, how must they have lived? You know, Joseph constantly being reminded that he lives in the presence of the Trinity. Anytime the child Jesus would go and ask him, Hey, uh, Abba, will you teach me how to carve some wood? That was God asking him that. Will you come play with me outside? There's God asking that. Will you teach me how to read the Psalms and to pray? There's God asking him that. And I could imagine what would Joseph have done. He looks at him and goes, uh, Look, son, I'm a little busy right now. <laughs> come back later. Or the Blessed Mother asking St. Joseph, Joseph, would you mind coming and help me do the dishes for a minute? Uh, honey, can you just wait a little while? I'm busy. <laughs> right, right, Joseph had this intense reality that he lived in the presence of the Holy Trinity in a very, very tangible, real way. We don't have to... In our life, we think, well, I can't hear the Lord speaking to me. Many times we say that, right? I know that I'm called to do something. I just don't hear the Lord speaking to me. Joseph really never said that, right? He always heard the Lord speak to him. Jesus was always talking to Joseph. And the mystery in this is that Joseph had the great responsibility to teach our Lord. The second person of the Holy Trinity, wisdom incarnate, Joseph taught him how to pray. Joseph taught him how to sacrifice. Joseph taught him how to work. Joseph taught him how to love the neighbor, how to go and help his auntie down the road take care of something when they got sick. Joseph taught him, in reality, these things. And so Joseph lived in the great mystery of the Trinity. And it's a mystery that we're invited to live into as well. We are. We're invited to live in that mystery. Here in the Holy Eucharist, Jesus Christ becomes food for us. The Trinity is absolutely present with us, you know. And so many times I tell my seminarians this, you know, so many times we think of ourselves, we're going to pray or we're going to make a holy hour. And we're just kind of like, eh, like, oh, I'm going to make a holy hour. I'll, I'll see y'all in an hour. I'm just going to make a holy hour. It doesn't sound very thrilling. What if you told your friends, hey, I'm going to go live in unceasing community with the entire Trinity for the next hour? 
How fun is that? It's like, yeah, like that's what I'm talking about. I'm going to go live in the abiding, unceasing communion of the Holy Trinity right there in the Holy Chapel, in this chapel, anywhere where the Eucharist is at. You get to live in the unbiding, ever-present Trinity, present here. No big deal. It's how Joseph got to live. Anytime we stop and we remember that the Trinity lives within me, I'm a dwelling place of the entire Trinity inside of me. We stop and recall that reality, man, that makes us live very differently. It makes us live like Joseph. Constantly aware of that. And that calls us to a life of virtue. You know, um, I love what they talk about in this reading. It says you need to be a child of St. Joseph on earth if you want to go to heaven. How to, how to be a greater spiritual father, St. Joseph teaches us this. He says St. Joseph would teach you how to love, how to pray, how to sacrifice, and how to work. He would teach you how to do the will of God. The pathway to heaven is paved with virtue. Right? One of the great saints, I forget who it was, it was maybe St. Bonaventure, said, the pathway to hell is paved by good intentions. Reinforced later on, about 500 years later, by St. Francis of Sales. The pathway to hell is paved with good intentions. Oh, I meant to do that. Oh, I meant to go to Mahalia. Oh, I meant to go help somebody. Good intentions. That's the pathway to hell. But the pathway to heaven is paved with virtue. And that's what Joseph teaches us. As a spiritual father, he teaches us how to put the gospel into action. That's what the whole, first, the whole gospel reading was about today. This man, you can love God with all of your heart, all of your mind, all of your strength. That's good. That's necessary. But if that love doesn't call me to action, love your neighbor as yourself. Good intentions. But love has to call me out of myself. And so that calls me to live a life of virtue. And that's what we're called to. That's what Joseph brings us into. Right? He is our spiritual father. And he wants us to live in that life of virtue and get to heaven. Like that's his, every father, every mother wants their kids to get to heaven. Right? That's what Joseph wants for us too. And so ask Joseph today, help me today, Joseph, to live with a conscious understanding of the entire trinity that dwells within me. And that when I go to the church, to the Adoration Chapel, I sit and adore the entire trinity. Unceasing, abiding communion with the trinity. That is a magnificent invitation. And one that is something that we can feel honored, humbled, and excited to live in that kind of life. Amen?